It is a period of civil discourse. Fans of the Mission to Zix podcast have banded together to devote even more time to the Mission to Zix podcast by talking about it in a long-format fan podcast. This is the Zix Fancast. where we will be talking about episodes of the wonderful science fiction podcast, Mission to Zix. Today, we are discussing episode 205, Alan Resurrection, featuring John Robert Wilson. We're your hosts, Rebecca. And Brandon. And we have a very special guest this week, John Robert Wilson! Oh, it's me! Your favorite possessed corpse. (laughs) I I don't think you could say a truer statement. (laughs) I do not have a favorite. Can't imagine there could be. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Thank you for coming on. on. You're so incredibly welcome. (sighs) Yeah, this was a very fun episode to do. I remember they asked me to do uh, this episode after... Mm -hmm. Uh, the first season, and they they had really, uh, when they originally approached me for the character of the grower mind, they wanted something that they could revisit over and over again. I pitched them a bunch of different things, and yeah, luckily that was what they went. That. They decided to go with good. Yeah. So, like, how how did if you don't mind me asking, uh, like, how did you and the crew originally like like get together? Uh, well, as you guys probably know, I perform regularly uh, comedy in New York City with. Uh, C-53 and Nermit, uh, Jeremy <laughs> and Seth on the yes. regular. Our improv groups is uh, Thank You Robot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been performing with them before uh, all this and doing projects with them for a decade before this podcast ever came out. So wow. when they started uh, doing yeah. this with Alden and Alden and the other guys too, Allie and Winston, we knew, even though we didn't particularly perform with them all the time, we knew them through the comedy community in New York City. I mean, we had taken classes together. We had done shows together, but we weren't like a particular group together. But, you know, they were they were on the scene and they were, you know, making waves sure. on their own. And so uh, when Seth and Jeremy and Alden told me they were doing this project and they wanted me to, to pitch them a few ideas, I just jumped at the opportunity um, because I thought there was something that really had legs and it <clears throat> really helped. Uh, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, really. And it really did help that, you know, we uh, had interconnections especially uh with seth working on this american life being able to plug the show via ira glass and you're getting a lot of early heat that way and that really kind of bumped the show but you know it's it's taken on a life of its own now and i couldn't be happier for the guys and i couldn't be happier to you know to be playing the the weird cameo uh, opportunities Mm. that they give me so (laughs) it's it's a weird sort of thing that's taken on a life of its own i think yeah, and I also, I mean, I, I have no reservations. It's it's clear this is my favorite episode of the entire series. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Alan is the best. I have no like. Oh my god! It also like leans so so hard on like a bunch of sci-fi tropes. Like when yeah. you were thinking of the yeah. grower mind, like what was in mind? Was it like the Zerg or yeah? Like... So I, you know, I. When I was first starting to do comedy, I wanted to create something on my own. But then after, you know, you mature a little bit, you realize the best stuff is stolen. And so you're exactly right. (laughs) The grower mind is a direct ripoff of the overmind from StarCraft 1. I figured. Because he's more or less the exact same thing. And uh, he's more or less a mixture of typical 
uh, bug sci-fi tropes. So, like I said, the the Overmind from StarCraft one, but also uh, Starship Troopers, all the bug different soldiers and things from yeah. Starship Troopers. So it's yes. a mix of Starship Troopers and StarCraft and any other bug-related sci-fi trope you can think of that we could rip off from standard sci-fi culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, this it, it is kind of a trope to be like this like hive mind sort of, you know, Oh yeah, it's, a, it's definitely played out. It's definitely something that people are familiar with, you know. <laughs> but that was the goal. That was the that was. It. But how do we make this this kind of disgusting, make creepy crawlies climb up your back trope into like a funny thing? And luckily, during the first episode, we found a connection between uh, my character and Bargy. And you, yes. you know, you have to keep asking yourself, how does a, a sentient hive mind? have an interpersonal relationship with a starship <laughs> and that just leaves all, all sorts of uh, questions and, and, and open and, and, and storytelling to be had. So uh, that really kind of uh, kept things going for the grower mind as the seasons have progressed. Yeah. Yeah. Had I you, mean, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, had, had you hoped for a sort of more, more permanent recurring role or? Like in every episode, sort of thing. Well, like every 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 other episode, or you know what? I'm grateful for for whenever I can be included. You know, they sometimes they'll um, they'll they'll want to do pickups for certain things, and they'll just say, "Hey, uh, they'll give me just like 24 hours notice." And then, but you know, that's 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 sort of how I operate. You know, if they need me for anything, I can just drop stuff and. I've got a studio here in Colorado where I can record, so it just it really works oh, out. Wow. But you know, it's such a you know, I, I'm jealous of them for coming up with such a great premise, but <laughs> I'm so, you know, them being my friends that I grew, kind of quote unquote grew up doing comedy with in New York City. I'm so proud of what they've created and I'm just so happy that I can be included in the capacity that I have been. So I'm, I wouldn't change it for the world, I guess. No more, no less. That's all right. Then. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, every time a girl mind pops up, it is, it is magnificent. So like, I think the timing is like, yeah, it's, it's always great. a really interesting time whenever I get into the studio with them or I kind of uh, jump into a video call with them because immediately we kind of revert back to our early 20-something selves where we're just doing bits immediately and making each other laugh. <laughs> and, you know, two minutes into the call, we're all making each other laugh and we kind of forget what we're there to do. I mean, sometimes they're in a time crunch. We're like, okay, JR, uh, you know, nice to talk to you, but... All right, here's the lines that we sort of want you to dance around, and this is the point we like, but we're going to improv this part, and all right, go. <laughs> so sometimes it's like that, and, you know, being a, a very scheduled, production-scheduled-driven show, you know, Alden's mm. a great oh, yeah. uh, organizer and scheduler, and they're all very hard workers, and all of them take turns editing the episodes and stuff. And uh, Shane oh, yeah. is, a, is a wizard when it yes. comes to Oof. creating all of these sounds and stuff on the fly. And he does it after the fact without the, without the uh, team's input. I'm not, I'm not sure if you guys knew that. Oh yeah, no. Like I know that the, it gets like first pass edited, and then he like just goes on. Yeah, he just does his thing. Just, that yeah. is insane to me. How he just doesn't, you know, they, they trust him so much. Where he's like, okay, here's the finished version of the episode and all the sounds that you need. So, yeah. all yeah, those guys are really I, talented, I, really driven, and it's really, and, oh, yes. you know, the, and they work their butts off, and it and it shows. So it's not like they. I mean, they they. It's not like they got lucky. They just worked their asses off. Woof. I know it makes me feel horrible by comparison because there is more than one occasion where I'm editing while playing Overwatch. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Sorry. edit watch as you call it. <laughs> edit watch, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So what's your uh, on on sort of like a different tech? Like, what's your like sci-fi kind of like background? Like, what what kind of stuff do you uh, enjoy? 
So, I mean, I, I've always been uh, sort of the one of the more nerdier uh, guys of the comedy group, and I was always like a really big Star Wars guy, especially before uh, Disney uh, bought mm. Star Wars and it went from sort of mainstream to super ultra ultra mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a a degree in statistics, and I'm a by my day job is I'm a computer programmer, <laughs> so I tend to drift towards uh, the engineering parts of sci-fi. So I was really a big fan of Star Trek. Mm. I was really a big fan of like all of the Terran technology in StarCraft One. That's you know you'll see a lot of StarCraft One oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, any, I'm I'm a really big fan of uh, this new game called Space Engineers, where you more or less it's like Minecraft but in space, and you oh, build ships, that, yeah. fighter ships, and capital ships with all these different blocks that they give you. So all like the really boring engineering stuff of, <laughs> of sci-fi. No, I get that. Oh, my, I wooed my wife. Let me tell you, by by telling her, hey, do you want to discuss the differences between thruster systems in the Star Wars universe? And we went into the difference between, like, X-Wing thrusters and TIE Fighters I would have assumed thrusters. that was a euphemism, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was eventually. Let me tell you. When, when you talk to my wife about thrusters from Star Wars for just 30 minutes, and that just is enough to, quote, unquote, get her engine going. Uh, so, <laughs> But, you know, uh, long story short, I was like, you know, TIE, T-I-E, stands for Twin Ion Engine. So TIE oh. fighters are using wind rather than thrust to, to move their craft. That's why they're so much more mm. agile than Rebel fighters. I did not know that. That's pretty yeah. great. Yeah. Huh. A little bit of lanyard uh, so, out there for you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so what about this? Are you more on Star Wars or Star Trek? Which uh, are you more of a fan we, of? We usually ask people that at the end of the episode. So. You know, that's, nope. a, that's a great question. And that's a really hard one to answer because my one of part of me is uh, I like all the paperwork and infrastructure and inclusiveness uh, of Star Trek because I think mm-hmm. Star Trek is more realistic. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. though, I'm a sucker for a good story, you know. <laughs> so I, yeah. I, I tend to lean towards Star Wars a little bit more because it involves your emotions and the characters. And you're not so much bogged down in the technology of it all. You could be. But they don't shove yeah. it in your face as much as they do in Star Trek. So yeah. if you have to give me a sure. choice, I'm gonna have to lean towards Star Wars, though. But that being said, that being <laughs> said, I'm I uh, I've still or Starcraft. Uh, sorry, yeah, Starcraft. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that being said, though, I still would drift towards the original three since I'm just an older guy. So four, five, and six. Uh, mm-hmm. th- you know, I, I didn't. I wasn't. Pre- I, I went and saw, of course, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, Rogue Nash. One, yeah. the yeah. Solo movie, and I enjoyed all all of them. But that. After saying that, though, I've watched the first two episodes of The Mandalorian, and my oh my, th- that show has got me more excited for Star Wars than any of those movies ever have. Don't okay. give any spoilers. No spoilers. Don't well, worry. We, we don't get Disney Plus in England until next year. Oh, man. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, we have some listener questions. All right. So, oh. uh, Do we Nini, want to... Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, uh, I didn't know if we wanted to split that up and go into the episode with then the listener questions. Well, or what. these are some uh, some general grower mind questions. Excellent. So, go ahead. Sorry. Sure. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So Nini would like to know um, where does the grower mind sit within the caste system? Uh, thank you, Nini, for that question. I recognize your name from the Mission to Zix <laughs> Discord. Um, <laughs> where does the grower mind sit on the Keck caste system? I would yeah. say the grower mind sits at the very, very top. Of the ah. cast system. But the thing is, uh, the only thing below the Gromar are the cast of queens. And mm-hmm. queens are the 
insect cast that run a planet. So one queen runs a planet. So there still can be multiple queens, but there can only be one grower mind. And the grower mind is protected on its home planet, and it's like some sort of cluster of neurons, or it's, it might be some big, big brain with eyeballs coming out of it in the middle of a planet. That makes sense. That's what I think it looks like. Yeah. So is is the grower mind just sort of like a, a disembodied intelligence that sort of jumps from host to host then? Yes. I mean, it has a physical manif- manifestation somewhere on its home planet, but mm. it being a more or less a brain, it's very uh, vulnerable to attack. So yet yeah, to, to interact with the outside world, it manifests itself psychically through any of its minions, whether it be workers or queens. That uh, neatly leads on to um, Dario's question. So how did you come up with all the roles of the caste system and what do they mean? All oh. of them. All of them. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> we could we could condense it significantly, but <laughs> the first part mostly. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, like I said, or did you come up with them? Yes. I did come up mm. with them, um, and I came up with them in maybe forty-five minutes. Wow. Um, okay. But at the time, I what happened was I pitched three different things to Alden and Jeremy and Seth, mm-hmm. and they chose the the grower mind angle. And from there, that's when I was like, okay, I have to come up with this cast system. And literally what I did is just I looked at the the Zerg cast system in StarCraft yeah. 2 and <laughs> StarCraft 1. And then I just came up with names to what I think they would have used but we, that we wouldn't be sued for. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, for editing purposes, just give me one second to pull up the list that I have here. Sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, no so here's the official list. Uh, that I sent them uh, initially. And this is what they went with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll talk, we can talk about them in detail if you guys want to. But it starts mm-hmm. with workers. Mm-hmm. And we're going upwards. Workers, soldiers, mm-hmm. beetles, mm-hmm. aurochs, mm-hmm. bulls, weavers, royal drones, queens, and then the grower mind itself. Gotcha. Um, okay. And so... Uh, I mean, some of those names are pretty obvious. They don't 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 uh, require a lot of creative energy to come up with, like workers and soldiers. That's any type of caste yes. system. Uh, beetles is a direct ripoff of Starship Troopers, and that beetles were used as kind of carriers or tankers. Remember in Starship Troopers, they were used as like fuel tankers or like flamethrower yes. tankers, yeah. sort of. So I, I, in my initial pitch, I, I, they, it was even more Starship Troopers than that. <laughs> there were carrier beetles, uh, bomber beetles. All different types of beetles that did different types of things, like eight, like ar- armored personnel car- uh, carriers in the in the army. Uh, aurochs were the things that could control the bulls. <laughs> I, okay. I saw aurochs okay. as like riding bulls into battle. They weavers yeah. were the magic users of the uh, the castles, only able to do quote unquote space magic. Yes. And it really, did, yes. really didn't define what that meant at the time. I don't know if you need to. Yeah, and we kind of organically. <laughs> came up with what that meant as the show went on. I mean, I will also say you have literal the space. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so anything's uh, believable. <laughs> the grower mind is a Zima confirmed. Got confirmed. It, got it. Yeah. It's like one of those, um, you know, in star Wars, there's, there are the, um, the force adept and then like the force, the natural force users, mm. for example, to make it even a nerdier D and D reference, Jedi's yes. are wizards. Mm-hmm. Whereas someone like um, Shrek from the Rogue One, the blind guy, 
Oh, yeah. Yes. He was more of like a natural force. He's more of like what I would call in D&D a sorcerer, yes. someone that okay. is naturally born with their abilities, but they're not, they're not molded. They're not honed. They just kind of are naturally talented. Um, okay. And I sort of see uh, the weavers as sort of the naturally, even though they don't know that magic is a thing, they're naturally born with this ability to do quote-unquote space magic. Gotcha. <laughs> you could also gotcha, make the case gotcha. they're warlocks. Yeah, true, true, true. Well, warlocks Summoning are very their, self-serving, you know, though, and so I feel fair. like they wouldn't want to be on, like, a team, you know? Not borrowing <laughs> their power from, right. you know. From some yeah. patron god or I don't know, some <laughs> patron demon or something like that. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, uh, and one from Greg, mostly harmless. Has the grower mind ever assimilated a blob of the magnificent Kevin species? And is the grower mind competing with the blobs for civilizations to assimilate, or are they considering working together? Whoa, that is a really, really good question. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to slip in. Uh, also, the GURP are now in play, apparently. Uh, yeah. Because um, <laughs> they are a weird space monster now. Um, I would have to say that all of these different creatures and species have encountered the Keck at one point or the other, but we would have to do an episode to see mm. what that would be like. Okay. Um, maybe uh, the blob would be able to overcome the Keck in some instances. I mean, we already have uh, instances of creatures overcoming the Keck. I mean, let's not spoil the episode. I mean, if, you've, if you're if yeah, you listening sure. to this right now, you've probably listened to the episode, but... Oh, no, this... we, we give... I was going to say, we didn't give our usual uh, spoiler alert, yeah. but like... Holy shit, come on. Yeah. This is the fan cast. Yeah, it's like, I think it's understood at this point. So, yeah, they, you know, even in this episode, our crew manages to uh, defeat the this local swarm of Keck. So True. they're not undefeatable. They're just very, very driven. They're not deterred mm. by death, you know, like most uh, they, mindless insects. I, mm. I will say the Keck do seem especially susceptible to emotional damage, though. Uh, yeah, you would think with all their evolved armor and stuff, they would have better uh, control over their emotions and their ability to kind of deal with things. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, no, they just spent all their time just all in war and uh, evolving their outer weaponry. Yeah, that, that, makes, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, so shall we go into the episode recap? Let's shall, yeah. yes, let's do okay, it. Okay, cool. Okay, brief synopsis. Uh, the crew responds to a distress signal from the long-haul cruiser Desolmesh. Bargy goes hatch to hatch. C-53 takes some photos and Alan goes to the checkup. <laughs> Full transparency. Mm-hmm. We, when we first started recording this, we had no mm-hmm. idea that we were doing an alien, an aliens ripoff. All right. Go, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, I mean, look. The what? Wait. So, what? What? What was the like original pitch? Like, how much of this did you know well, beforehand? We don't plan. I mean, from for my episodes, I can't speak for the other people, but we don't plan very much of this. I mean, it's, we try to leave as much of it as open for improv as possible because that's where the funny stuff kind of comes up. And mm. uh, they, uh, you know, said, "Hey, we're going to get you into the studio for another episode," and that's more or less it. That's all the all the heads wow. up they give you, and so. But when they sat me down, that's when Winston was like, okay, um, we're going to send uh, them on uh, a recon mission or like a, a distress call mission rather to this ship. And I'm going to be the ship and you'll just be the, it'll be infested with Keck and we'll just see what happens. And that was it. 
Great. Um, so Alan like, was not. I I am amazed that Alan was not like a pre. No, Alan was on the spot concept. On the spot concept. So good. Us doing improv. Um, because what what made, what made the most sense is uh, you know what what how would an insect think a human is supposed to act unsuspiciously yes. and they would and they would yes. be horribly wrong at it because they're not good at being you know doing the nuance of human emotion and interaction so i was just like okay what makes the most sense and this was like a, a decision that happened in five seconds in my mind what makes the most sense is a person just being <laughs> uh as inviting and as happy as and is almost almost to the point Hello, where it's friends. creepy Almost to the point where it's creepy. Like, if I turned it up one extra degree, it would have been creepy. But if you can just keep it at that precipice, you're at that sort of a stage of the character where, okay, it's believable that something else is definitely controlling this person. Because normal people don't act like this. Uh, True. Yeah, but Alan was a... Uh, was a... Uh, was a last-minute thing. The only, the only thing I had thought of before was his name. And okay. I didn't tell them his name until we were recording because I wanted them to, I wanted them to, I wanted to try to get to them it. to laugh. Yeah. And <laughs> and I did and uh I'm not sure if they if they laughed or not. I listened to the episode now ago but I can't remember if they laughed at it or not, but I remember I, I said I'm Alan Facehugger. And of course it's <laughs> it's like it's like play on alien facehugger. Yes. Uh so I wanted to, I wanted it to be obvious. Yeah. But I wanted it to yes. be still believable. And of course they ran with it like the the geniuses that they are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, also like the, I mean, the title of the episode, Alan Resurrection, yeah. is magnificent. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was not me, unfortunately. That was that was. But yeah. When I know they, that happens like, like afterwards. Oh, man, what a what a genius move they did to make that. <laughs> yes. Okay. But yes. So. So that was the setup. <laughs> yeah, that was the 22-minute setup, you guys. So let's uh, <laughs> jump into this 40-minute episode. <laughs> Let me tell you. Not our longest. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've gone off on tangents much longer. Oh, for sure. Okay, go. Go, go, go. Brand, go. All right. So, uh, it starts out by, you know, Plek going, hey, C- C53, how's the new bud? It's taking some getting used to, apparently, because his skin is gray and... Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But apparently it being gray is the weirdest part? I mean, it, it, he could, like, feel through it, I guess. It has nerve endings. Yeah. Mm, Which there's mm. a lot of question marks as long as like you realize these are sex droids. Yes. Like, oh, yep. Yeah. Good point. Ugh. Yeah. Oof. Uh, so. And, uh, and also the revelation yeah. from the previous episode that he has sticky fingers. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So yeah. we at first thought it was like, oh, you throw it against the wall and it sticks, but then we realize, oh, it's supposed to leave a trail, which is so much worse. Yeah. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, mm. But also, whenever he touches anything, the the let's party song plays. Let's party, let's party, let's party, let, 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 let's party. party. What's funny? I was just at Jeremy's wedding up in upstate New York just a, yes. a month ago, and Mujan was there, and Alden was there, and uh, they were Mujan was literally singing that uh, to people <laughs> that she, that she knew would get it at the oh. during the after party. So she's Perfect. just you know let's party, let's party. That's amazing. So, shout out to Mujan. <laughs> the, yes, we're trying to find the right time to have her on. Yes. Oh, it would be a treat. As if it's up to us. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, <laughs> she's she'll be a lot harder to get than me. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> we 
whoops, no. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, that's amazing. But the apparently it plays automatically, and Dar's like, hey, are you two doing something? Oh. Bargy's <laughs> like, oh, what's happened? No, come on. See, the pink one are doing it? No, come on, this is a professional place of business. I also love how Bargy refers to herself as a place half the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, just we, that, you know. <laughs> we've, we've talked in the past about what is Bargy in relation to the ship, so. It's, mm. well, mm. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a lot of philosophical questions that, True. honestly, a lot of Zix, which is what we're do- we're looking too far into it, like, gets like, oh, yeah. that could be real bad. Yeah. So we assume it's somebody's consciousness stuck in a ship, but anyway. Yeah, yes. yes, yes Maybe yes, it will be that, revealed that uh, that's what it is. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I, I thought that the the most turn they could possibly do is that, like, Barge is literally like a Hollywood actress that died and was consciousness was put in a ship. Yeah, this that would make sense. Punish, punishment for a crime is to be imprisoned in a ship with no memory of your, your previous life. I mean, you know the Futuramo the thing where like people are just like heads in jars or whatever. What True. if they just put you in a ship after you die? Yeah. I mean, they did it in Star Wars. Yeah, that makes sense. Oof. But um, anyways. Yes. So, yeah. Dar says, "Oh yeah, I'd never jock anyone on this ship." Uh. Whip. That's currently on this ship. That's currently yes. on the ship. <laughs> yeah. And Plek asks about shipping. What does that mean? <laughs> Is it when two ships jock or two people jock on a ship? This. Uh. Making Mujan explain shipping. <laughs> no, she's, she's clearly uncomfortable describing it. So I know, it's hilarious. amazing. But you could also call it jucking on a ship. Just jucking on a ship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and also, what do you call it when two people in a hollow who you ship juck? It's called too far. Keep it unresolved. <laughs> unresolved. It's <laughs> yep, all about um, the storyline. And also, Plek asking, hey, when's the main character who's looking oh. for love? And what, he should find love when he's had no prospects. Oh, so like, say the first season and a third. <laughs> oh, usually they just die alone. Oh. <laughs> it's like, just like, disappointing. Mm. And also I noted there's like the longest pause here. Of course. Yeah. Just to let that sink in. Anyways. Yeah. But uh, Nermit calls. Nermit calls. Yes. Mom, Nermit Bundeloy. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, oh, anyways. So Dara's like, don't answer it. They've been avoiding his calls since 4432 on Friday. Yeah, so this, again, what is the time system? Oh, yeah. 4432. Yeah. <laughs> They're still, still like, kind of Friday. making it up at this point, I think. Yeah. <laughs> is it like a 50 subunit day or a 100 sub? I don't. Who knows? <laughs> oh, like, God. A 48 hour day could make sense because it's double 24, so. I guess. Mm. I. Uh... Yeah. Mm, yes. Our brains. We. Oh God. We gotta. We have to stop getting stuck. Stuck on this time. <laughs> Anyways, we're in a time yes. loop again. Anyways. Yes. So. so. No, uh, he's on a treadmill. Yes. I. I. You know. I love how like the Rebel HQ is such like a Silicon Valley office. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The he's just like oh. And, yeah. Yeah. Walk on a treadmill. Very hip office. And mm. also, Nermit has like hair gel. Oh, no. Yeah, he's just he's being really super cool in, in the yeah, terms of Silicon Valley cool. terms of cool. Yeah. And then uh nice. Mal kind of comes up from the background, right, as he's trying yeah. to talk to them. Yes. <laughs> and that was totally uh, improvised. That was Mujan uh catching Seth off guard. They he didn't know that that was going to happen. 
I feel like that <laughs> happened a lot this episode. With, oh like, yeah, the there, there was a lot of stuff like surprise. I mean, just I mean, not to get ahead, but Winston with his Dezel Moss <laughs> lines that was yes. it was him surprising us every single time. Every I single mean, time yes. we had to co- I had to cover my mouth to keep from laughing in the microphone. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah but and also oh you see that blinking light that's a distress signal yep and also it happened uh this whole time i've been on the treadmill yeah he's been he's been you know running for about 22 minutes so <laughs> yeah you've if been you don't holding on to this information have? the whole time <laughs> yes what if they're running out of oxygen oh mm. well if you don't have your health <laughs> yes <laughs> but nermit yeah nermit changes hair slicked his feathers back yeah and uh is wearing black frame glasses even though yeah. and i love this his eyes are on the side of his head. Yeah. These glasses are doing nothing. Yeah. But thankfully he doesn't need them. But that, I think that's later. Anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. But so. uh, everyone hates it. Yeah. <laughs> so they need to But yeah, go. Mel gets on and <laughs> shouts, disconnect the call. Mm. Yes, yeah, but and... <laughs> um, mm. they need to go to the, the Rebel Long Haul Cruiser Desert Mesh. Yes. It's an older cruiser. Yep. <laughs> an old, hard-living Yeah. Ship. He's, he's lived his... He's past his prime, but still good. He's vintage. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, But yeah, and also, like, the, the Mel mentions, like, I'll pose it to a hologram. Mm. Yep. Some some unintelligible nonsense. Dar's really cross says, about the whole thing, but hopes whoever they go to save is a babe. <laughs> I know. This whole like undercurrent of Dar just being like, <laughs> I enjoy Hopefully. it. Hopefully, anyways. <laughs> but yes, Dang. um, ad break. We have an ad break yes. for Squarespace. Yep. Which we still need to find out how to get them to sponsor us. Yep. <laughs> it was, uh, yep. Ten ten percent off a purchase at Squarespace dot com forward slash six offer code six. Yeah, so we're advertising for Zix. So nice. There you go. <laughs> Very kind of you. <laughs> yes. I mean, what? literally, we owe our entire podcast success to anything they do. Sure, what is yeah. this podcast, we're, if not just We're skimming off of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should I not say that we're embezzling from the Zix? Never mind. Uh, whoops. <laughs> X-nay on the embezzle A. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I could just edit it out, but I probably won't. Anyways. Uh, it's only Bitcoin. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I forgot about that stuff. <laughs> uh, all right, so um, they get to the ship. Yes, big ship. Big old ship. Big ship. And it's Bargy's old friend from back in the day. Yeah, used to hang out. Bargy thought he perished. He was a hard living ship. Yeah, he yeah. partied hard. <laughs> Which how I still don't. I guess it's hyperproton fuel. I think we've established that at this yeah. point. That was my assumption. But, uh, a lot of a lot of dust up in those. Uh, uh, oh yes. Ducts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still love how like the ships give me like burnouts. Mm. Oh boy. Anyway. See being really Barge understated like... and saying he looks rather weathered. Oof. <laughs> yeah. And Winston was the one doing the voice, obviously. Yes. Who also does the voice of the uh the Keck uh minions. Yes. Uh-huh. Perfect. That's... <laughs> I also enjoy that like having to work to get like anyways, we'll we'll get it to it. But like yeah. the separate voices where you have to be like, "All right, do this. All right, do this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's what's but crazy like... was he had when we were recording. He had like a little device that Shane had given him where he could easily switch between, um, 
the the non-filtered version and the filtered version. So I think oh. I think he didn't make his Dezel Mosh voice where it sounded like he's on a PA system. I don't think he mm-hmm. did that until post. So when he was talking, he was just talking into a regular mic and what we heard. Yes. But then he would switch over to the we are the gang. We are the gang. And then he yeah, work is from a perimeter around the wing. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know this. It, it it is honestly so interesting to be like the um, the un. I think uh, at some point Shane shared with us some of the like non voice modulated voices, like yeah. the first pass before he takes a go at it, and mm-hmm. I'm still just like, what it starts with. Th- that fascinates me honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a he's a wizard for sure. I mean, if if you listen closely, more in the first episode, a little bit in the second episode, a lot of the squishing and gross sound effects are sounds I made with my mouth just as filler and he kind of filtered them up you know a little bit to make it actual sound like gross you know stuff flopping on the ground and stuff (laughs) lovely I was like yeah Shane I'll just put in these placeholder sounds sounds where he's like oh yeah cool but he ended up using them (laughs) he's just like oh yeah no I could use that filter it great Mm -hmm. take any sound and turn it into just audio magic yeah, I know he he's mentioned he uses like uh for like engine noises he's like modulated a truck engine yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? you'd be surprised yeah. what sound effects you could get just from downloading a stock sound effect and tuning it up or down with different types of uh, filtration effects. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, Shane's a wizard. We we all know. Yeah, this. for all you aspiring <laughs> sound effects wizards out there, give it a try. Mm-hmm. Just download Audacity. Even Audacity yeah. comes with those filters. Oh yes. I don't know how to use them, but they do. No, <laughs> yes. I know a couple things, just barely enough to get this <laughs> ship <laughs> off the ground. Anyways, uh, where yeah. Were we? So they they call they call the Dezel Mesh. <laughs> He's like, uh, "Hello, what's up, man? <laughs> Is that the Bajarian Jade?" <laughs> As I thrust and land, the Bajarian <laughs> Jade. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how are you doing? You uh, look horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Baji points out the entire left side is missing. He's <laughs> like, what? It is. Oh. <laughs> Baji's like, you still make music? How are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, I want to hear that. Anyway. Yes. Jordan Bacorkin cut him out after a while. No. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Um, they got a distress signal. Is everything all right? He's like, my life scanners are fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, he's obviously been damaged and uh, unable to run a status check on himself. Yeah. Yeah, but also probably doesn't really, you know. I feel like there were a lot of problems before this happened. <laughs> probably. Yeah. It yeah. does seem. This is sort of like Al Capone getting syphilis at the end of his life. You know, he just. <laughs> if it wasn't going to be the syphilis, it was going to be something else. Yeah. yeah. Just one thing or another. Say, man, sometimes you eat the asteroid, sometimes the asteroid eats you. Right. <laughs> what the fuck does that, what does that mean? <laughs> but uh, apparently cordon off the parts that are missing so you could board and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I open my hatch to you, fellow travelers. Yes. <laughs> he says it with oh, c- such God. conviction. I open my hatch to you, fellow travelers. Fellow travelers. It's like, please come into my tent and partake of my bongwares. <laughs> The total yeah. vibe you get from him. Oh no, hundred percent. Yeah. Are you ready for the hatch to hatch? <laughs> yeah, uh, this is the first mention of hatch to hatch. Oh yeah. boy, mm. and not the last. <laughs> no. Baji wants to put a piece of fabric over her hatch. <laughs> it's it's a nano mesh fabric, which yeah. you know, sure, um, but you know, 
Uh, there's there's so many. All right, I'll leave this one alone. But like, yeah, we know what this is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so uh, they get on board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dar is ready to go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, but we hear like an alarm at the start. Mm. And we meet, uh, we meet Alan. Alan. <laughs> Hello, friends. Welcome yeah. to the Dazzle Mosh. Welcome to the Dazzle Mosh. <laughs> Dargos, you're not terrible. <laughs> like everything else suggests they're about to walk into a hellscape. And then yep. here's this guy in his perfect little clean jumpsuit being incredibly positive. Yeah, all of you look like my friends. Really cool people. <laughs> it's Alan Hugger again, amazing. Perfect. I'm Alan, talking about like Alan Hugger Nice to meet you. Say it yeah. fast so people have to rewind and think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> We should have known from the get-go saying that Plek looks cool. I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah everything that was the that, giveaway, you know. right? That was the first <laughs> yep. big red flag right there. Being super into Plex planet. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Grass? Cool. <laughs> Zyball grass? Yeah, no. <laughs> you guys want to throw like... the Zyball around with me later? <laughs> yeah, it is like one person of 700. Oh, everyone's asleep. <laughs> They're all sleeping, sure. Yeah. Shh, everyone's sleeping. The, the hilariously suspicious. It's just it just keeps going. Like I, I honestly think like the decision to to continue Alan as long as y'all well, did. Well, at like this point, I'm just gonna be like, I gotta, I have to find a positive answer to every gloom and doom thing that they're seeing. <laughs> yeah. So like everyone's sleeping and dreaming in Dreamland. <laughs> <laughs> and Dara just doesn't care. Dara's just like, all right, can I take photos with you? Yeah, yeah. See, take some photos. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, takes because they might be a you know SR violation. Yeah, but mm, Dar escalates very quickly. Very yeah. quickly. She's yep. very very clearly trying to get to get to Nermit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. They are definitely uh, <laughs> trying to send a message. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I also love the the response. Oh, thanks. That was really enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like that's what you say, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think oh so. boy. Well, what's funny was I didn't know. I mean, like, I'm I'm gonna stop saying I didn't know that that was gonna happen. When <laughs> when she did that, uh, Allie was across the room from me, and so, uh, well, when not when she was taking pictures, but when she's like wanted to make out with me, and we did. She she sort of like we made eye contact, and she did this thing where she put her arms around her microphone and like f- sort of made the motion that she was forcing the microphone to kiss her. And I took that. I was like, oh, I'll just make the. <laughs> Yes, you know. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how that's what's so great about this group of people is that, you know, being trained improvisers, you're able to be in a room and be able to take nonverbal cues like that and just keep oh, yeah. it going. And that's what's know, really uh, great about this group of people. Alden Alden mentioned something about like when they're in the room and like Allie just like makes a motion like she's picking him up or something like that and he's like, Oh Right. <laughs> A yeah, lot of mind kind of going stuff. on. <laughs> yes. Which, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so. yes, uh, also, uh, Plex says, it was odd to see Dar just swallow Alan. Mm. But Alan's like, oh yeah, people call me Big Mouth. Like that was directed <laughs> at him. Yeah. No weird features I, about me at all. Because I, I really didn't realize I thought he was talking to me. <laughs> I know. No, I know where that came from, but it still makes it so much funnier to be like, oh, right, not me. Not Great. me. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> my body is perfectly proportional in size. Yeah, I was like, uh, who, what? <laughs> who says that? So one, th- well, honestly, this is one of my favorite things to do is when like just randomly when it's just like quiet, just be like, everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and just to be like, what, what happened? No, everything's great. Everything's no fine? need to worry. <laughs> no need to worry about anything. Everything's great. That's really funny. There's a trick I like to play on my wife where she'll be watching some show. The, the current show is True Blood. And mm-hmm. um, she'll binge on them after like two hours. I'll kind of like, um, uh, uh, I'll uh, peek my head through the through the corner. I'll be like, hey, just to let you know, everything's okay. And she's like, well, <laughs> yes. what happened? <laughs> and I'll just slink away. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> just a troller. <laughs> Yeah. Oh Don't worry. Goodness. Everything's fine. Don't worry. Everything's okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. I said everything's okay. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's, it's a basically like, yeah. it, it is honestly one of the more fun things to do. Especially if like, I don't know if I'm like pretend, like, honestly, it's one of the funniest ways to like, if I'm like, oh, I didn't get anything or something like, or like, oh, I didn't buy Nutella that I'm hiding from you or something like that. I'll, mm-hmm. And I actually didn't. I'd be like, no, of course I didn't. No, no, I don't have any right yeah. here. It's like, where is it? It's like, no, there's no, not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth suspiciously. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So like points out that he doesn't know how often that Alan communicates with the ship, but obviously the Dizzle Mesh has no idea what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, those are renovations. Safe for travel. Safe for the ship. (laughs) Hey, are you guys on the ship now? Yeah. (laughs) This is when Winston almost made us all break the first time. Are you guys on the ship yet? Are you guys on board yet? I guess I better take that hatch out. Barge's like, I did this. Oh, you mean my hatch is just flapping in space? (laughs) Oh, boy. Also, it it always is amazing to me that, like, because ships control stuff sentiently, if they just forget to do something. Oh, that's it could be catastrophic. Yeah. Like, you... oh no, I forgot to turn life support on, my dudes. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Constantly forgets to. That's a foul on me. <laughs> Same, I mean, Barge constantly subjects. forgets to tell the crew when, like, you know, someone's been hiding on the ship for three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That <sighs> is frequent. But anyway. Yeah. At, look, yeah. In, it puts it in perspective that Barge's not this bad. True. Yes, she's bad, but mm, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind old Diz. This, <laughs> this whole conversation is fantastic. Yeah, like asking what you haul. Yep. <laughs> all all sorts of raw goods and materials. <laughs> yeah. So I, when they were asking me these specific questions, I was just pulling stuff out of my ass. I at the time I was playing a space game called um, Elite Dangerous. Do you guys ever heard of that game? Elite I've Dangerous. Heard of it? Yeah. It's more or less a MMO where you you're a space trucker, or you can be like a pirate or a or a, like an imperial fighter or something. But it's all you're just driving around different ships and stuff. And the majority of the game, and early on in the game, you are ferrying all sorts of goods and materials, raw materials and stuff. All and sorts planet, of planet. So that's what's like. Oh, all sorts of raw goods and materials. <laughs> you notice too, like whenever I say something, I always just kind of inflect upwards as I'm finishing out the sentence, and that was mm. you know, on 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 purpose. To be like you know. Uh, this is not an, suspicious. That's not suspicious at all. You know, <laughs> Alan, you seem very familiar. Yeah, yeah they, start, they start to twig. Yeah, <laughs> people. 
I feel like they were suspicious before, but you know. <laughs> it, also, isn't this the part that originally, from the blooper, that like at this moment you're like, okay, the jig's up. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, there was a there was a couple times uh, during the recording where I did like a few reveals, and they just used the best one. Okay. Uh, yes. uh, I think they included the kill me one in the blooper reel at the end. Yes, yeah, they did. Yes. Right, where I was, I wanted to really make it like aliens, where the lady's like, "Kill me, please," and then, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we recorded several that they didn't end up using. There's lots of stuff they that we that we did um, throughout this episode they didn't end up using. Like there will be times we'll, where we'll stop uh, mm-hmm. for. 30 seconds in Winston or Alden or someone will say like, Hey, that was really funny. Can you, can we explore that for another like one minute? Because that was really funny. We're like, yeah, sure. So we kind of like clap and go back and then explore it for another minute. And then sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but th- these guys have a really good uh, mind for storytelling and making uh, things funny. Improv teaches you to establish patterns throughout your show or yeah. whatever your set is. And the more types of, Big patterns and small patterns you can do, the more of a fleshed out show it will seem. And so, okay. you know, if these guys are even just wanting to establish a small pattern, like the word juck, uh, yes. being that it's just like one word, but it's this, it's a standard pattern throughout the entire universe. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that, you know, the more sort of highbrow pattern that ships are sentient and they have their own sort of set of problems, just like you and I do, is <laughs> something really fun for the universe that, that can be explored in multiple different ways. So at, this, at the one point, you know, they're just trying to make it so uh, they can explore things uh, that they that deserve to be explored, that mm-hmm. are funny, yeah. you know, that 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 once you do sort of deconstruct them, they do become funny. Yeah. That's what these guys oh, have yeah. a really keen eye for. Hmm. And of course, we deconstruct it in the wrong way to make sure it's disturbing and not fun. No. <laughs> I love coming up with connections between things that shouldn't be connected, but somehow yes. there is a connection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like That's how we worked out of... <laughs> yeah, why Plek will never have an orange beer. We worked out a logical reason why. Did we say that on the on the fan cast? I'm sure we did. Yeah, about... Because um, when um, old Durf was explaining what, you know, whack things were, and one of the whack things was the last beer... Finishing the last frosty finishing, bev. Finishing last, yes, thank you. So, like, can never have the last. It's totally beer, a Jeremy Bent thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he can't have last one because no. you know that's whack. That's whack. Yeah, he's and he's the avatar of the fresh. Exactly. <laughs> boom. But you know, boom. <laughs> Cannon, right? <laughs> but uh, so they follow Alan to another. Oh, he has one of those faces and one of those voices. Yes. I do want to mention that. <laughs> Which one? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they follow him to another room. Mm. Yes, maybe you could show us the barracks where all the other crew are sleeping. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are you awake? Oh, it's the night shift. I yeah. drew the short straw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am flailing reason. for excuses at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, wildly flailing for excuses is hilarious here, honestly. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, as long as it's just the barest thread of why things are happening. Yeah, as long as it checks out, sort of. That's what counts. Also, there's a part where, like, you know, not to get on you, but, like, you said, like, renor- renovations or something like that originally, <laughs> and I'm just like, that's still amazing. Yeah. Perfect. 
Yeah. It's like, well, of course. Like, it's like, oh, words. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've got all the best words. Renorvations. Yes. <laughs> and orvations. <laughs> hey, you guys on the ship yet? Yes. Yes, and we've had this conversation already. Dazzle, we've been, been on the ship for minutes. 10 minutes. <laughs> I am across from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the distress signal makes sense now. <laughs> oh, and shh, everyone's sleeping. Shh, Sound shh. in their sleeping pods. Yeah, yes. shh, quiet. Ambassador mm. Dixiter. Mm. These yeah. people are not sleeping. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're covered in goo. Yes, covered in goo, and also the rib cages are busted open. Oh, yeah, it was around it, yeah. this point of the recording where where we were all one hundred percent on board that w- this was an aliens ripoff. <laughs> it, we were we were seventy five percent there, and then up at, when this happened, when Jeremy mm-hmm. said that, we're like, okay, we're doing it, aliens. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but then again, like I, I was a little split between like I know we've mentioned the grower mind before is like. It assimilates things, but does mm-hmm. it also like basically eat biomass for stuff and like grow I would its own guess stuff? so. I mean, w- one of the aspects is that yeah, it can infect uh, hosts and in uh, not ingest. Um, oh gosh, infest? what's the word I'm looking for? Not ingest, but like uh, ovet. Infest. Uh, what? No, what now? No, I said infest, but not infest. What's is what's something when you like have an egg and it has to sit for a while? Incubate. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. They can use uh, live hosts as incubators to incubate their young and ah, have them pop out, or they can sense. lay eggs. The queens can lay eggs. Just you know, if you read, if if you're like me, and I'm pushing my glasses up on my nose right now, <laughs> if you're like me, uh, you've read all about the alien lore and how the xenomorphs can reproduce in different ways. If you look at the original movie, Alien One, they <laughs> in one of the <laughs> in one of the uh, extra deleted scenes, they actually show that the alien can overmorph a body into an alien egg without the presence of a queen. <laughs> so I would say I would say the the, the cat are the same way uh, that they can use multiple different ways to reproduce. If they don't have a queen, they can use live hosts like they did in this point. There, a queen did not show up, like uh, as you probably will notice yes. uh, when uh, Alan bursts. Yes. Uh, so yeah, maybe that's just another sort of um, a desperation sort of way they use to make more uh, keck when there's no, no queen. That makes sense. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe that's how they make a queen. They sort of take live hosts and they can make queens, and then the queen can start laying eggs and stuff. Uh, have, have you played the game Prey? <laughs> I have not played Prey, but I'm familiar with it. So there's these like little spidery mimic things and it's supposed to be that like eventually like if you get enough of them together they sort of blend together and form a thing not unlike like i think the zerg kind of did that okay that like it's supposed to be like enough cerebrates meld together they form another overmind or something like that oh how about that yeah so i think i thought that's the sort of like maybe they're not forming a new grower mind but enough to like i don't know put a a psionic anchor or something yeah to kind of like give the planet a a beacon for the other keck to find it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. So all of this, Dar is still taking <laughs> pictures of things. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, is this the part where I say, "Are we gonna make out again?" Yes. 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 So I told. <laughs> I looked at her. I was looking at Winston, but then I looked at Allie real quick, and I, that's what made her laugh. <laughs> when I looked at her real quick, are we gonna make out again? <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally her, re- her right. real her real reaction uh, to that question. Perfect. 
moments. I know. Oh, God. Mm. No, this whole thing is just full of, like, moments that I'm like, you must have cut out so much laughter. Like, Yeah. There was y'all. a... <laughs> she, yeah, they definitely... There was a lot of... There was a lot of pausing, for sure. I mean, you know, like I said, I've been, with, I've been doing comedy with these guys for almost more than a decade now, and so mm. we know... We we have bits you know that have been going up. on for years that only we know about, <laughs> and it's just like little little things that you know it's people that you appreciate, but you, you get can the still make laugh, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that uh, on a side uh, thing, I I think the uh, Hey Riddle Riddle crew on one of their Patreon episodes was talking about like improv and about like they do a bunch of stuff that's like oh you should never actually do this if you're like in an improv class to be mm. like no that's not true <laughs> like welcome to Chili's in the middle of like a space adventure right. or something like that you gotta like um, yeah there's but like if, when you yeah. know the people <laughs> and, and you know you're trying to actively like fuck with them right you can't fuck with people until you know the rules by mm. muscle memory it's not enough to know the improv rules to be like yeah agree to everything and build on specifics and don't ask questions and always label who, what your relationship is and where you are and why you're there. You know, what's your point of view in the yeah. world? There's all little a bunch of little tricks you can use to help, you know, flesh out your performance. But when you see like some of the best improv and these are people that have been doing improv for, like I said, what would say decades, they fuck with each other and they break the rules, <laughs> but to, to the betterment of the show. And yes. the thing is, you can only do that when all of the other rules are muscle memory. And, and a lot of people try to start with, oh, I'm going to fuck with these people. But you can't. You have to have all of those uh, techniques and tricks and stuff ingrained, not even in your mind, in your muscles. You've got to be doing – you've got to be able to do it without even thinking about it. And then once you've gotten to that point, then you can start fucking with people. For me, that point was like six or seven years of doing it. Oh, wow. Multiple times a week in New York City. And so it was just, it took a long time to get that muscle memory down to where I could be like, okay, now I can straight up deny someone's initiation, but justify it and have it be funny and still have it to be, you know, built upon on scene. So it's like, you're not breaking the rules, but you can bend them if it's justified. And the more improv you watch, the more improv that you do, you'll notice that a situation that justifies that type of fuck with someone versus a situation that, that doesn't, the difference is very nuanced. And it takes a, a trained, experienced mind to be able to recognize that sometimes. Oh, yeah, no. Like, I know there's a fine line between being, like, bursting to be like, everyone get down on the ground in, like, an improv class versus, mm. like, right. Winston being able to, like, put a Clint in a scene. Right. Yeah. You know? And it always right. surprises me when they make character choices for each other. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> How was the other person not really upset by that? <laughs> Sometimes they are. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Sometimes they <laughs> are. But that's <laughs> another way how you play with people and you keep people on their toes because if you let people kind of rest on their laurels, the show gets a little boring. So mm-hmm. if you give people a specific, a, a sort of benign specific that will, you know, let them go down a certain path, some people will be like, hey, I had a certain idea for my character. Well,. Well, guess what? It's too late now, Bob. You're this. That's the or whole like, thing wait with a minute. character development, especially in scenes and stuff. It's, uh, you know, when you're practicing, when we, when we were practicing years and years ago, you'd try to, try to do a character and then another person would gift you or quote unquote gift you with something that was not part of your original idea. Mm-hmm. When you were really green, you're like, God, you really messed up my character. And that's not the case. Mm. You, you didn't get it's out your a... character fast enough 
That's <laughs> why. So they had to, to give with, you though. something to work with. So just because they gave you something to work with doesn't mean that your character was messed up. It means that you weren't listening hard enough. So the next time you have a character in mind or an idea in mind and you go out there and you start doing it and then they completely give you something that was that you didn't think about, you have to go with what they gave you or else you're going to be kind of fighting each other oh, yeah. the whole scene. No one so, it's a, it's, so a lot of improv is about throwing out ideas that you've kind of thought about for a half second and just going with what's on stage. It takes a lot of I'm on to for me because I'm a stubborn ass person. It took <laughs> a lot for me to like learn to be like to just throw away ideas like they're just a a, a, a notepad. You just rip the pages off and you throw them on the floor and you write down like, something well, else and see what happens. Well, that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm revealing how old, how dated I am now with notepads and stuff. Oh, uh, <laughs> look, we all, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you throw away the Snapchat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, kids. What do you do here? Yeah, really. We still doing it for the vine? <laughs> What's happening? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so it's actually come full circle. And notepads are back. <laughs> yeah, yes. that thing now. So C fifty three does a scam. Yes, yeah, starts a scam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like going to the checkup. Yes. Yep. God. <laughs> <laughs> so lands amazingly. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's what Tellurians say. Yep. Me and Jeremy have had that scene probably a thousand times on stage where I'm just like, I'll say something completely off kilter and he'll just be like, yes. That's <laughs> what we're, yep. Just keep on repeating that. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, yep, I've decided now that you are my useful idiot in this scene and we're just going to keep on moving forward. <laughs> and uh, I will say, like, using that as a backdrop to be like, oh, yeah, keep saying that over here with me. And, like, I know it, it, like, pops up in the background a little bit during the aside that happens here. It does. <laughs> the Plek pulls Dar aside. <laughs> um, Do you yeah, guys, no, can you, during oh, this aside, can you hear, I mean, I'm making it, making it about me, thing. but can you hear the things that I'm saying in the background? I couldn't make him out as much, but I did hear a little bit like, oh, going to the checkup. And then, you know, yep. repeating it a few times and then like. If you listen oh. closely, you can hear me say, yep, I have normal Tellurian organs and systems inside of me or something like that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I'd make something up. like that, but. Yeah. <laughs> so were you no, actually no, of course. saying that whilst uh, Alden and Ali were doing? Their yes, bit? during their, yeah. yes, their aside. Yeah. yeah. If you listen Perfect. closely, you can hear me saying that. Wait, was that concurrent? Yeah, that was happening. Oh. Well, no, no, they well, that we didn't record sense. it concurrently at the same time. Oh, we did okay. the back. Okay. We we first, me and Jeremy did the background, and then we we stopped so they could do the the aside, and then they edited okay. edited over. All right, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to. I would have been like amazing. I would have been amazed if like it was like this was going on in the background. Yeah, and they had to act through that. I think yes. actually now that I think about it, if I remember this, remember this was years ago. Uh, oh yes. I think we actually did pickups after the episode ended of me saying go to the checkup if you are at the times. <laughs> so yeah, what, the way it works is too like we'll stop and say things too, but sometimes we'll finish. They'll finish. I'm sorry, not we'll finish. They'll finish and uh, they'll say, "Hey, we did this thing and this thing. Let's do pickups." Um, so like the for Grower Mind at the end of season three, that was just pickups. You know, real quick at the end of an episode with me jumping in. Mm. 
it's really it's really weird how you take all these things that are like not in any particular order and you make these episode these coherent episodes. I mean, I, kudos to uh, Alden, Seth, and Jeremy the, for their editing abilities. Mm. Oh yeah, Rough. the amount of time they put in. Um, yeah. So yeah. Ple- oh yeah, we get to the part where the phone call. Yeah, yeah, the phone call. <laughs> the recorded phone call. It's like, oh, yeah. I'm too cool for you. I'm yeah. literally too cool for you to do <laughs> call you right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too cool to call you. Oh no, keep listening. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. he'll call you back when he's got less awesome stuff going on. <laughs> I gotta hear oh. Seth just like being like the fuck you in Seth's voice. Well, they <laughs> they the you know they kind of prompted him to do this, so he was just chilling in his chair and like, look, no, we're gonna play this video, and they go boop boop boop, and he's like, oh shit, uh, uh, hey, uh, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. so he was kind of caught off guard. That's what makes all these so funny because we're we're literally kind of propping, you know, t ball, lobbing balls to each other, and we're with as for a baseball reference, uh, kind of trying to lob balls at each other when we least You're deflecting expect it. lasers with lightsabers. Eddie. Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. I mean, well, hacky sacks are Zix's cannon, so let's say that. <laughs> sure. You're hacking the mm. sack at each other. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Plick realizes yeah these these people were murdered. Yeah, these dead bodies. Yeah. So. Uh, oh yeah, you brought the ion cannon, right? Yeah. Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! Oh, oh no! Uh oh. <laughs> but uh. It's, um. Not there. Yeah, and uh, C's almost done with the scan, and go, and Alan goes, "It's like a hug from a friend." Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's very unlike that, it's which very... is very strange. <laughs> So the suspicions are really heightened at this point. Yes. I mean, it, it runs off and flails in front of an off-computer console. Mm. Yep. yep. Doesn't even realize it's off. Yep. yep. So and they little, look at the scan. Yes, a little bit of... they're looking While they're looking at the, the scan, uh, it shows a bunch of bugs. But a little bit of lanyap for all of your very incredibly loyal listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, if, and I'm saying if, and I'm mm. going to ask you to look through my words... If there were an animated pilot of Mission to Zix, mm-hmm. this is the scene that they would use to shop it around. That makes so much sense. Oh, for sure. I mean, Alan is the best episode. <laughs> Just saying, if that were to happen. If it were, yes. If it were to happen. If. Yeah. Yeah, no. I identify friend or phone codes. Yep, I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> IFF. Yeah, no, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so he's full of bugs. He's full of bugs. Body full of bugs. <laughs> and fun quirky fact, might have swiped the ion cannon. Ooh, you had one job as security officer. Yeah. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. But uh and then also listen to the rest of this recording. No <laughs> <laughs> Oh no 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 no. That no, was no. apparently a nub dial. <laughs> oh, but she called him Nermy. Oof, 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 oof. Yes, they they're like strings. We got, <laughs> they got bigger things to worry about. Let's deal with our new friend Alan. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Could you please yes. cough? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> did yes. you make this noise? Yes, I did make this Excellent. noise. It, it was like <laughs> <laughs> something like that. And uh, yeah, this was, I think, the second take at uh, exploding. So uh, the first okay. one was kill me, and this one was cough. And so they like, just okay. cough, but cough weird. And I was just like, <laughs> and, like that doesn't sound at all. And at this that point, we were all that. laughing so hard. You can kind of tell that I'm laughing. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that does, that's not convincing. <laughs> I mean, 
you honestly i'm laughing so damn hard like you can't <laughs> you can't tell so like it uh believe me <laughs> and so you know i obviously i explode all the bugs inside yes. me and and I make a bunch of sounds with my mouth that Shane mm. tunes up, but he also adds a bunch of like it sounds like bask like balls being dropped in water from high up, you know, like oh yeah, he adds a few those sounds. Yeah, yeah. So he adds, and those are to later on. I did. I didn't even realize that those are to symbolize all of the other keck breaking out of the. Sleeping pods. Oh, that makes sense. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I had this weird headcanon of just like, oh, this is just so jam-packed with bugs that they're so compressed. It's disgusting. That just, yeah. <laughs> That's a jack in the box. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, oh, boy. And it starts, I also love that the girl mind goes into the same speech as the first time. <laughs> Right, yes. because to him, these he's never met these people before. Also, I also love that that does imply that there is a stock speech that happens with every set of assimilation. Yes. Yep. Yes. Which, that would yes. be correct. <laughs> Makes it easy this for is, me. This is <laughs> I have to come style, up with yeah. new shit. <laughs> you gotta no, have something, you know? Yeah, character work 101, kids. Make it, make it something easy and repeatable so you don't have to keep on coming up with stuff. <laughs> But you have all the casts, so... Um, <laughs> Oof. Oof. Please uh, bow before the grower minds. This is, a. This is you know, you, we talk about um, fucking with each, with each other or doing improv scenes, and this... My... Um, the list, the cast list, is always my way of fucking with them in that you're you're trying to have an entertaining scene... Everyone, everyone's trying to keep entertaining and funny and, and trying to keep it moving. But when mm-hmm. I, I come on and I just start listing things, that like, <laughs> that nope, makes them, you got nope, to listen to my list. They're like, no, 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 the no. Oryx, we've heard the list. Those. We've heard the list. Don't say the list anymore. No, 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 we're done. <laughs> they interrupt the grower mind. He's like, what? <laughs> he's like, oh, we've met before. All of you look the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But not like even a little bit. <laughs> no. But Bargy, yeah. Yep. Remembers, Remembers Bargy. Oh, well, I'll never forget Bargy. Just, just not the crew on Bargy. No. no. Well, no, of course and then, not. And then, are you on the ship now? You guys <laughs> on the <Again>. ship? <laughs> now. Let me know Let if, me know if, if anything weird. weird happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Winston came in with that, like, at the perfect moment. I know. Uh, and we were all, at this point, we were all, like, covering our mouths. We were all laughing <laughs> so hard. <laughs> But, you know, everyone prepare for egg leg in your eyeballs. Uh, 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 uh. But then they just start talking to the grower mind. Yeah. To be like, I love how, like, in the middle of this, like, clickety-clack things are heading towards their eyes. They're just like, hey. Hey. Talk about this. Let's talk. Like, that would not, like, you would not be screaming immediately. Yeah. They found common ground last time and they they parted peacefully. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. The weavers don't remember. The soldiers don't, <laughs> don't remember. No one remembers. <laughs> <laughs> but there's something so like the grow mind being like, I feel bad because I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. The fa- it's like the overmind was like, sorry, dudes. <laughs> right. I love, I, I love how flustered the grow mind is when he realized Bargy's here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, look out this porthole. Like, to be like, oh, you still have to see, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. You can't just, like, psychically see her. Yeah. Well, we theoretically got eyes everywhere. I mean. Yeah. But, you know, at this point, Bargy's kind of way moved on. Is moved on. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's, like, oh, yeah. no love lost between Bargy and the grower mind. Bar- the grower mind is obviously this jaded willing to do anything to get her back lover but that's not ever going to happen uh, I, it, according to this uh, uh. interaction but she she is she comes off as a very strong ship that has moved on mm-hmm. yeah. last time you called her a cantankerous bitter old ship yeah. <laughs> oof 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 i also love how like oh you know we were on the different side before it's like oh some pitiful war you've been busying yourself with oh is that and what you just... call it yeah <laughs> You're just wearing different clothes. Just wearing <laughs> different clothes. <laughs> There's some key ideological differences. Not to the grower mind. Not to the grower mind. <laughs> I just love how, like, you know, trying to debate politics with a fucking Zerg. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same to me, buddy. You're all but, just uh, as delicious. You know. And then it's like, hey, uh, where's the ion cannon? And yeah, the grower well, mind pulls it out. Let's try to like, establish common ground that Dar and the grower uh, yes. mind are going through the same thing. You know, and then of Had course the I've, of course the the wet iron kind of was, was left with Alan while Dar was making mm-hmm. out with him in the pod, and of course he has it now, and he's like, oh, this ion cannon, and yep, and just I make the sound of horrible swallowing noises. Yeah, and then Alden says or Plex says we should brought more than one weapon, which is a callback to the first Grower Mind episode when he said we should have brought a weapon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Before I think the that, first yeah. or second ad break, he goes, "We should have brought a weapon." And during this episode, he said, "We should have brought more than one weapon." Yep. Mm. <laughs> callback patterns makes makes a lot of sense. I do. But, I do uh, like the callbacks. Yeah. Even when we don't get them, and we are supposed to be the ones that get all this. Damn it! Shh, shh. Hey, I picked up on the, the callback from the season one finale and the season two finale that Winston okay. said. So. <laughs> My job is just to speculate wildly, so, you know, that's what <laughs> I bring here. Fair. <laughs> so, it comes back after, like, a little music break, and it's just like, so this is grow by this has been great. Yeah, nope, don't remember you, sorry. Nah. Oh, but uh, are you friends with Bargy? Or if you were in mortal danger, would she come to your aid? <laughs> yes. Like, it's like, like, don't yeah, tell them that. I, so. <laughs> I think so, actually. My children see them. No. <laughs> uh, nope. Oh, no. Worker, seize the pink one. Form a perimeter soldier. All the perimeters. Uh, oh, all of them. No, no, killing the crew is not really going to help anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> Barger's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. And uh, but the seize thing, <laughs> let's party goes off. Yeah. <laughs> just yes. form a perimeter around the button. Yeah. Yes. Just, just yes. get the switch. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yes. As soon as I put this egg inside your skull, Barty will come to your aid. Ooh. Oh no! Oh. But they call Bargy just to be like, "Hey, there's a lot of keck here." Bargy's like, "I don't want to talk to Dezelmash anymore." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, like, "Not really." He's talking about all this stuff and all the space is just, uh, and then he's the like, "Growing universe." Yeah, Bargy. Yes, yes, the growing universe. And Fleck is, oh, and he also goes like, oh, did you say I have a keck? Oh, game over, man. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Winston, for the aliens reference. <laughs> that was very good. He must have been sitting on that one for a while. Uh, I yep. think he was. <laughs> and Fleck is like, I can feel it going in my eye. Yeah. Yeah, Alden screams. <laughs> yes. Oof. 
He's and very he good an, at yelling. He gets an egg deposited in his eye. Yeah. yeah that that stays with him for the rest of the season. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Barge is like, all right, hey, grower mind. Uh, you messed Smart. up a couple times. Uh, just give me the tiny people inside you and the one big one. <laughs> and oh. Dara's like, oh, look at this Kex heart. It glows green for you. That's, oh, that's not my heart. Yeah. <laughs> nope. This is, I, uh, when this happened, this is a, uh, something that I'd wanted to happen uh-huh. ever since I pitched uh, the insect race. I wanted to, th- I wanted them to have like a Starship Trooper-esque shootout where they just kill a bunch of them and they're just mm. like chasing them. So this is like, this is the, this is the penul- penultimate part of the podcast mm. that I had been planning for for years that I would hope would happen. And also, of course, the line, run strategically! Yes, <laughs> run strategically. <laughs> so, there's so many solid like lines in there. <laughs> but, you know, Dar's, Dar's got perspective now. Just imagine the Kakarol Mal. Ah, yeah, Des, Des has started his self-destruction mechanism, so... He says, brother, I started that self-destruct mechanism long ago, baby. Long ago, baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, the hatch is still open, is it? Did I ever retract it? <laughs> but oh. they take the hatch and, like, blast it off. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Because cool. all my hatch, it's... man! <laughs> Bye, hatch. <laughs> <laughs> Des, you are an interesting ship. You're all interesting ships. I, I am not a ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bargy talking to the grower mind, you know, trying to scare him with the word commitment. Just yeah. send him up. like I've changed. I'm yeah. ready to commit. Yeah, he's uh, he's realized what he's lost, and the train has yeah. left the station. Have we all? Haven't we all been there? Workers, convince Bargy my commitment is going to be strong. <laughs> <laughs> Bulls, show them our emotional strength. We're not afraid to cry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Weavers, lay crystal eggs and imbue them with space magic. And I love yeah. how C calls out like oh space magic yeah, yeah. space magic <laughs> i love a c is honestly kind of like the star trek in this star wars world oh absolutely yeah. that's oh yeah jeremy always plays straight men so well in his scenes that's <laughs> yeah he's really funny but uh he's making jewels for her to adorn to her all yeah. yeah mark my words one day you will be mine but Bargy just flies off and don't leave me with him. <laughs> Actually, uh, he builds a bridge of workers to try and oh, get yes. to yeah. uh, to I get to that, them. But like, yeah. but it's too late, and uh, it is too late. And then what? Deselmash has some final philosophical waxings before his self destruct, and you can actually hear the woman self destruct PA voice kind of underneath his voice, where it's like self destruct in three, two. One and while that's going on in the background, you can just hear him. He's like, "That's right." So the universe keeps going, yes. and going, <laughs> yeah. boom, just like the Nostromo from Alien One. Yeah. A massive, massive explosion, and the crew makes a remark about how, "Wow, didn't think those old ships could make explosions like that." <laughs> that was one powerful self-destruct. Yeah, got to be careful around those old reactors. So yeah, that's where uh, Alan and the Keck are defeated at this point. They're killed mm. in a massive explosion or at least this swarm of them are they, you know, mm. remember the keck are controlled through a psychic link between them and the grower mind and obviously mm-hmm. that's not their home planet so there's still 
much more Keck alive in the universe. In the quadrant. I love the implication that, like, if this swarm of Keck was just on this ship, they would be stuck with him for a while. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) As if it's like, oh, no, this only works one way. Right. Like, oh, you you have to blow me up to, you know, get me back there. Mm -hmm. Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Dar makes sure that uh, C didn't send the photos. I didn't, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really even about Nermit. It's about having the upper hand. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's, it's good that Dar knows that about herself, uh, their self. Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Having a little yeah. conversation, and then, oh, should we get out of this hatch? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, oh, there is also a smell. It might be C's friend. Gotta remove that skin, C53. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's when he's like, well, can you just, like, turn, take out your cube, remove the skin, put your cube back in? Okay. What if I turn off your nerve endings, tore off all your skin, then turn your nerve endings back on? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, Barger, should we get on our way? <laughs> He's like, what? I thought we were... Oh, wait. I thought, what were we waiting, what, what are we waiting on? <laughs> they fly back. Yes. And there's a call from Nermit. Yes. Hey, guys. Oh. Oh, what happened to your glasses? And he just breaks them in half. Yeah. Oh, and his team coming to ask him. Uh, oh, wait, sorry. Uh, well, he, 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 he kind of says that he's tired of, like, being himself or being like this other person that yeah. he's not and that he was going to. Yeah. He said something to the effect where he was going to try and take more chances and get out more. And as yeah. soon as he says that, I think Jer and some other guys like, hey, uh, we're going to get some orange berries. You want to come with us? That was it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he starts saying. You know, guys, no, but then he starts to try to go into a speech. But as soon as he says no, he's like, okay, yes. cool, later. <laughs> and they just like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, that part's great. They but also, it's the like, yeah. oh, yeah, them reporting on the mission to be like, so bad news, everyone's dead. Yeah. yeah but, but they were dead news. when we got there. Yep, not our fault. Oh. <laughs> okay. Also, the ship is destroyed. Huh. Oh. <laughs> but the good news is the ship was kind of a burnout. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, the good, the good news, news is it was full of keck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the keck have also been destroyed. Also, Black oh. got an egg in his eye. Yeah. Sort of it's one, the... but... Mm. Well, you want to see a doctor about that. Uh, how long do you think I have? Not long. Not long, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, how does the eye feel? Bigger? Tighter? Tighter, yeah. Uh. That mm. makes sense, though. Uh. Yep. Oof. But you know, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep. So <laughs> the <laughs> oh boy, uh, Dar agrees, and you know it's good to know who you are. And then Dar posts the pictures. Oh, but Aww. it's highly disrespectful to the family of that host. <laughs> yeah, because that, that, that was, was a corpse. He was a human puppet, a Tellurian puppet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. It was a definitely skin dead. puppet. Yeah, yeah, skin puppet. Ugh. <laughs> and Barge is like, I gave it a star. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Oh, and of course, uh, well, that's the episode. But it was uh, a good episode. Yeah, and a- the after credits with with the uh, the second take of mm. the kill me. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Let's and like the fact you get a little taste of how everyone was just like destroyed. Oh yeah, we're, we were just laughing our asses off uh, <laughs> the entire time. It was hard to get ser- like actual takes without us laughing. <laughs> you guys corpsing is one of my favorite things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Corpsing. 
Anyways. <laughs> oh god. Uh, but yeah, this is this is my favorite episode. Like, it's honestly like hands down. So. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are my friends. <laughs> Maybe we'll get together and throw the Zyball around later. Yeah. You're just a couple of good-looking guys. What a couple of cool-looking guys. <laughs> um, cool. But yeah, do, uh, Becca, do you want to move into lore, or do you have a couple more questions? I did have a couple of episode-specific questions. Sure. So, when Dar was taking the photos to make Nermit jealous, what did you imagine they were doing? Because Dariel pointed out that they must have actually been jucking at that point, just in front Be of everyone. Be specific. Um, <laughs> well, like, from, you... from yeah. the... The from the motions Allie was making, she was like picking me up against my will and kind of mm-hmm. like inserting me in her flaps in different places and stuff. Okay, <laughs> or, like, that just, makes sense. Or, lifting me above her head and just like more or less illustrating how strong she was compared to me. I think mm-hmm. was what the that was makes what, sense. Was what I saw in my head when we were doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. What did you hope or think would happen with the egg that was planted in Plexi? I honestly had no idea. Uh, I, I wanted. Uh, well, in the first episode, we dis- we had established that it, you know, egg-, egg laying in their eyeballs was a thing, mm-hmm. um, and that was I was just moving towards that. That being the the goal of the 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 keck on the ship. Um, mm-hmm. And originally, I had thought that I had failed at the last minute and Dara had, like, shot me. But later on, Alden's like, no, he succeeded. And so once Alden uh, said that, I Mm -hmm. I realized that, oh, they're going to use this sometime in the future. Mm. Um, Check off When when, (laughs) uh, when that was going to be, I had no idea. How it was going to be, I had no idea. Right. But is uh, when you do those sorts of things, you leave them open, knowing that you're going to do something, but you don't have a specific m- in mind. But as long yeah. as you leave it open, Hoping for a payoff. Yeah. yeah, as long as you leave it open, it will start to define itself once you get there. Mm. And eventually, uh, in the final episode of the season, mm. uh, it, it pays off. Yeah, I mean, they paid off like Beano and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, so makes sense. A convenient way to get you back on the show, if nothing else. Yeah, so um, that's what they tell me. All those like, yeah, that was just a just an easy way to get you back on. And I w- I talked to them uh, at Jeremy's wedding, and they're like, you know, we got to get Grower Mind on season four. So <laughs> hopefully, if not, uh, the podcast doesn't get more and more popular, which it totally is. Uh, mm-hmm. And they keep on getting more and more famous people on the show. Mm. Uh, hopefully, they can make room for me, but I will totally understand if. You know, they have, oh. you know, James Cameron do a character <laughs> instead oh of the goodness. grower mind. So I don't <laughs> know if the, I talk <laughs> to them all the time. I, I'm going back to New York uh, in uh, three weeks. So I'll, I'll talk mm-hmm. to Jeremy and Seth uh, then. Yeah. And well, then Mojan, you know, who knows? Who knows? posted, I think, this week to say they just started uh, recording season four. So Yes. Yeah. Jeremy said they started when I was there about three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes, so. but they know that I have a studio yeah. here, and that I'm that I'm up in New York City every True. every month to do my show that I will plug right mm. now called uh, Science Exclamation Point. It's a mm-hmm. monthly show, the first Saturday of every month at nine thirty at Caveat in the Lower East Side of New York City, Manhattan, mm-hmm. where me and Jeremy and Seth and Matt and Chris, two other guys that have been on the show, 
Uh, Chris was the droid uh, dealer that, that 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 did that really complicated card game, and oh, yes. Matt was the the play the, the the rich guy that was playing the game uh, with the guys. Phoenix Ash. Phoenix. Yes, yeah. Phoenix Ash. Yes. yes. So with those guys, I we do a monthly show where we uh, produce. Uh, we get um, science writers or professors from local colleges in the city, and they give like a five to ten minute talk on whatever their area of expertise is. And then mm-hmm. we listen to that talk at the same time as the audience for the first time. And then mm-hmm. after they finish, we do about a 20 minute show based off of that talk. Oh, Improvised, awesome. never to be seen again. And uh, wow. it's an, an incredible, incredible show. Uh, Caveat is an amazing venue. Mm. So if you're in New Jersey or uh, Connecticut, Delaware, if new, in the New England area, get on a train and head down to Manhattan and check out Caveat. You'll really like it. It's bit, uh, branded as an quote-unquote, intelligent nightlife venue, so you'll really like it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Did you ever think that Alan could have been the father of Dar's baby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah! Awesome. Uh, I thought Excellent. it was possible, but I don't Oops. think it's the case. <laughs> <laughs> that does seem to be not... I think, yeah, we ruled that one out. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> you know what? There's still a chance. Let's keep our fingers crossed. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, so, uh, do we want to run through some lore real quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. If we got time, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, there's, uh, at least a 44, 32 o'clock and a Friday. Um, mm-hmm. the Rebellion HQ has good, uh, ergon- or, oh, I can't say this word, ergonomists. Ergonomists, so yes. Yeah, there we go. So they have beanbag chairs and unlimited drinks. Uh, Nermit has a new colleague, Mel. Uh, when Dar is angry, Mal. their talons stick out. Sorry, Mal. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Nermit has perfect vision and his eyes on the side of his head and hair gel gives him some sort of skin thing. Yep. Uh, ships apparently have slang such as I as I thrust and land. <laughs> uh, coupling is called hatch to hatch and they can use a protective mesh fabric as some sort of barrier. Um, C-53 has a field of vision wider than you might expect, as he can take pictures of things he's not directly looking at. And uh, weavers can lay crystal eggs and imbue them with space magic. <laughs> yes. Which is still undefined at this point. Mm. <laughs> Question marks, but that's fine. Yes. Need to go into that in another episode. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I have my eye on cannon. Mm-hmm. Which, you know. Uh, so this one, it's funny, because I get to pitch this directly to you. Hmm. But um, this is this is the best one I, I had so far. Uh, this is a future mission where the crew is summoned by a, mis- a mysterious thing called the GM, which they think means Game Master, mm. but is actually the grower mind doing the equivalent of a space LARP. <gasps> Amazing. Oh but every NPC is Alan. Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to the tavern. Can I interest you in a frosty brew? Uh-oh. <laughs> Hello, we're a bunch of orcs that need to rob you of your treasure. Can yes, we rob you of your treasure? Exactly what it is. I am a wizard here to cast a spell of protection on you. <laughs> See, I just that wrote is, the entire uh, episode right there. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, there you go. Smashed it. Right. Uh, <laughs> the other one I, I thought was uh, a, like a scene where like the girl of mine is in like family court for one of its offspring. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, or I think I, I mentioned this to you before on Discord, but like the fact that like Alan, he just wouldn't remember he tried that before. <laughs> Right. Just doing the exact same thing. Same, same dialogue as before. Sure, that would be perfect. The grow mind's like, oh, I don't remember doing this to you. Yeah, this dialogue is perfect. <laughs> I got it from all the minds. 
of my <laughs> in, infested human inf- infested Tellurians. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, oh, uh, our fresh and whack. Uh, I will be honest. Every part of this episode was fresh. Oh, I have nothing bad to say. Yeah. Perfect. I I literally had no moments. I was like, ooh, that could have been better. Blingo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, awesome. I have nothing but good things to say about this episode. Smashed it out of the park. Like, Alan as a character is mm. d- destroyed me. <laughs> Great. Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> the, the, the overly suspicious definitely an alien. Mm. Yeah. I'm glad he made you so happy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you want to take a bath together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing suspicious about that. <laughs> It's just what normal Tellurians do. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, I think that's our episode. Awesome. Um, Is there anything else you'd like to plug? I know you have a podcast. I do have a podcast. Uh, Me and my wife and my friend Gus underscore 53, we have a gaming podcast called Keep Mm -hmm. Calm and Game On. Mm -hmm. It's on all the other podcast platforms. So if you like video games... Uh, we talk about it on there, yeah. and uh, I am subscribed to it. It's very good. yeah, subscribe to it. Yeah. And if you're in New York, check out Thank You Robot, and be sure to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so, and you just found it randomly on the internet. Subscribe now. Excellent. Perfect. Um. So yeah, so, I guess let's plug our stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. So you can find us on Twitter at Zix Fancast. We are on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Zix Fancast. Email us, zixfancast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash JTFA. Do we have and a bit.ly? Yes. yes, our bit.ly link for this week mm-hmm. um, is bit.ly slash going to the checkup. Ah. Mm, love it. <laughs> it's definitely the freshest part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like a hug from a friend like a this episode. Hug from a friend. Um, but yes, oh. um, we also. Uh, Becca, you have a Kofi. I do. Um, yeah, Co- it's forward slash Becca Paintmore. Yep. Uh, we have merch. Bit.ly slash ZixFanCast. Damn. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have merch in the barest sense of... <laughs> sure, go for it. Plug it away. Our, yeah. our, hi- our highest... Push that so merch. Look, let me tell you. Our, our most... I think Allie wore one of our shirts to the, the pre-something uh, in yeah, London. She wore it to the meetup before the London live show. Oh, but awesome. The sh- but the shirt is Horniness Finds a Way in some yep. weird tentacle monster <laughs> font. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, based on something she said. Yeah. Um, but, oh, also, I have a game. I have a you tabletop do. RPG. Uh, it's It's great. Phase Shift. It's about space mercenaries fighting galactic horrors or, you know, whatever happens to be around. Um... I just did a one shot with people. I'm, I may uh, release once I edit it a little bit, uh, but it was a bunch of basically it's a Halloween themed episode where uh, a bunch of mercenaries go into a haunted mansion and save a bunch of teens from a demon who broke in during a rave. So uh, Sounds it's right available. My alley. <laughs> yeah, it's available at uh, robots.church or faceshiftgame.com. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Yes. Okay. I think that's an episode. Well, cool. Right. Well, oh. thanks, guys, for having me on the show. I wish you yeah. the best on your endeavor in making a great fan cast. All right. Thank thanks. you so and much. Jack for Federated on. Alliance. <laughs> yes. Jack oh, and all, all hail the, the undying will of the grower mind. All hail <laughs> and bow before the undying will of the grower mind. <laughs> and also toot toot toot. Toot toot toot. Toot toot toot.